Welcome to Brand for Good, the show for purpose-driven leaders who want to build timeless brands and create sustainable impact. I'm Lorraine Sugart, former PR and marketing executive turned founder of the disruptive agency Prosper for Purpose. I've worked with some of the world's most beloved brands, and I'm here to help you elevate your brand identity, visibility, influence, and impact. Are you ready to brand for good? Let's go. Hello, welcome back to Brand for Good. Thanks for being with me today. Today, I'm going to cover my eight C's for content marketing. So basically, this is a framework that I use, and I hope that you will find helpful that includes my top elements for creating successful content marketing that is really going to resonate with the people that you want to work with. And so this can be used for blogs, podcasts, articles that you write, and even long-form social media. Short social media posts are more in the copywriting realm, and there are small but distinct differences between content writing and copywriting, but you can still incorporate at least some of these Cs in each of your posts to help your copy shine. So if you are not driving and you can take some notes, I strongly advise you to do so because this can become a kind of checklist that you refer to after you write your copy. So let's get started. So my eight C's of content, there's no universal agreement on what a content structure should look like. You'll see four C's, you'll see five C's, but I've always operated from a context of what are the things that I can really bring into that is going to make my copy the best it can be? And so as I was preparing for this episode, I looked at kind of the background of all of this and I looked at how I approach copy and I realized that there's really eight C's that I consider when I'm creating copy, both for Prosper for Purpose and for our clients. And those are clear, concise, compelling, consistent, contextual, credible channels and call to action. So the last two are a little bit different, but it's still really important that you consider these both in your content strategy, but also as you're writing. So let's get started. I'm going to explain each one. So the first one is clear. So your content has to be very clear and easy to understand for the person that you're writing to. So this means you have to use language that resonates with your target audience and avoid using insider language, which we call jargon. So clarity helps ensure that your message is received and understood and that your audience understands the value that you're offering to them. And so if you don't know how to start making your language clear, I always recommend that you start talking to your current clients or customers and really understand both what brings them to you, their struggles, but really get them to describe it and ask a lot of questions and write down the words that they're using. And if you do this with a variety of your clients, you will see themes that come up, terms that come up. And those are the words and terms that you want to use in your content because they will feel like you are speaking directly to them 
and that you get them and that you understand the problem. So again, clarity is really, really, really important in your copy because otherwise it's not going to be understood with a person that you're writing to. And, you know, when we speak to people, we have the advantage of looking into their eyes and seeing their reaction and actually getting feedback in real time so that we can clarify what we're saying. But when you're writing, you don't have that opportunity. So starting with research and then mirroring back to your audience, the words that they're already using is really, really important. Okay, the second term here is concise. So concise literally means to cut. And so it means not using more words than you have to, right? So sometimes it can mean to edit down to what is important without using any unnecessary words. Other times it can be about taking a complex subject, like the topic that I'm discussing today. I mean, literally I could do one podcast episode about each of these terms and go into a lot of detail about how you can approach that in your content writing. And that might be really effective. It would be like a mini course told over the podcast. But today I'm trying to give you the big picture so that you can use this as kind of a checklist and a referral when you're writing your copy. So today I'm trying to be as concise as possible about this framework and how you can use it to write better copy. So think about that when you're writing copy. Uh, Are you trying to write the whole book on the topic that you're addressing? Are you trying to give an overview Or are you trying to go deep into maybe one or two points? And in that way, you can kind of look at, okay, in order to be concise in my delivery, you're also going to be considering where is this going to show up? So if you want to do an hour-long podcast versus maybe a blog post on your website or a LinkedIn post, you can handle the same topic different ways. But how you consider what is concise for each channel is going to determine both the length and the depth of your content. So I hope that's clear. Being concise is just being a good editor of your content to make your point without any unnecessary copy. And that doesn't mean that you don't explain or that you don't illustrate through storytelling or other means, but that you're just going back and saying, Does this really help my content or is it superfluous and I can edit it out? Okay, next is compelling. And this is one of my favorites because your content needs to exert influence over people. And you know, I talked in the last podcast episode a lot about influence, that I think that it is your superpower in your marketing. And certainly that's never more clear than in your content writing. So how do you be compelling? I think being compelling is telling stories that are relatable, being able to meet your customer where they are, being able to have influence over them in many different ways, all of them good, of course, but you're looking at how do I influence this person in a way that gets them to listen, care, and take some kind of action. What does that look like? Ultimately, 
We want our prospective clients to take an action and they're not going to do that if we cannot compel them to act. The next C in our framework is consistent. So consistency is a key in content marketing. I'm not the first person to tell you this. So what does that mean? It means a couple different things. So consistency, of course, is maintaining a regular schedule for publishing your content. And so just like with this podcast, I drop a podcast once a week. We blog at least once a month over at Prosper for Purpose. We publish on social media. Whatever cadence you adapt, which could be another C, but we're not using that one today. Whatever you adapt as your cadence for your content, you want to stick to because you're basically training your audience to know what to expect from you. And so the other side of consistency is to keep your messaging consistent. So there will be times where all multi-passionate entrepreneurs, where you want to deviate in some way from the main thing that you talk about. But if it's completely unrelated to what you're known for, that is going to be a puzzle to your audience. They're going to be confused. Like, okay, this person has always talked to me about investing, and now they're talking to me about getting in shape. This doesn't make sense. And so sometimes we think that people will understand the association between one piece of content and another, but they don't. We need to provide why we're stepping out of what they normally expect and bring them along with us. The other place that consistency falls apart in my experience looking at when we take over working with some of our clients on content is they tend to have different messages and almost a different personality on different channels. So they might sound different on their blog posts than they do on their website. The messaging may be different. The same with social media. I see so many people that are like, well, we have to have content buckets and we chose these, but it doesn't relay back to the website. And why is this important? You have to be able to tell a consistent story with your content so that if someone goes from seeing something about you out in the world, maybe they hear you speak, maybe they pick up one of your marketing materials, maybe they read an article that you've shared on Medium and they think, oh, this may be the person that I need. And then they go to your website and your website sounds very different. There's very different messaging. You're not touching on the same thread that pulled through your other content. You're not saying the same key messages about who you serve and what you offer. That's going to be a red flag to the person landing on your website, almost like they got dropped off at the wrong address. So don't let that happen. Make sure that the content that you're writing is consistent with not only your website, but other things that you're putting out in the world. All right, the next C is contextual. So the first part of this is to make sure that the content that you're sharing is relevant to the people that you want to work with. So the context within which you're developing your content and delivering to your intended audience is a really critical piece. So 
you have to understand why someone would come to your content, what they're looking for, and make sure that within the context of what you're creating for them, that they understand they're in the right place. So one of the roles of a content writer, a content marketer, is to mentor and to inspire and to provide insights to your prospect through their entire journey of discovery about you and your solution so that at some point your product or service becomes their desired answer to the problem or the desire that they have. So the context is, how is this about them? Why should they care? How is this relevant to what's happening in the market? And story plays a great role here. Being able to tell a story about someone that you helped that maybe they can see themselves in. Storytelling is a big component of content marketing and really understanding that choosing the right story to relay to your audience is a critical part of building that connection with them. So the next C is channels. And channels is really about understanding where your prospects are showing up. It's as simple as that. You know, there is a lot of conversation in the market about being omnipresent. And I think that's great if you have a huge team and you can have someone working with your team to ensure that you have messaging that's taken out across every channel, still has the common thread, has the context that keeps it aligned and is consistent in the key messages that you're putting forth in the world. But in reality, unless you're a major player and you have a big team, it is much better to remember the adage that 20% of your effort gets you 80% of your results. Where are your prospects showing up? Understanding that context in which your audience is most likely to consume your content will make your job so much easier. So what channels are they on in social? What platforms do they use? Are they LinkedIn users? Do they read Medium? Do they pay attention to publications? And which ones? And focusing on those channels is going to get you a lot further faster than basically just kind of doing a scatter approach, which again, very rarely works unless you're a major, major brand and you have multiple audiences, say your Coca-Cola within a certain realm. And so channels become more and more important. Who are the people that I want to reach and where are they? And what is the media that they use, both social and even traditional media? Some people watch the news. Maybe you need to be interviewed on a news show. So I know I've stressed a lot about channels, but it's really, really important, one, to understand that you don't need to be everywhere, and two, to really understand how to get in front of the people that you have a message for and that you want to serve. All right. The next C is credible. And this is also really important. And I think 
probably more than any of these, this one gets overlooked. So credible, like what are your qualifications to speak about this topic? A lot of times we'll put something on our website in one section or in a bio, but we don't reference it in our content. And I've seen time to time that we've been guilty of this as well. You know, who are we to talk about a certain topic? Well, I could tell you that I've spent three decades in the marketing industry doing everything from copy and content writing to running PR, which included managing social media teams and guest services teams and internal comms and all the things. It's really important to let people know what gives you the right to speak with authority about a certain topic. And so however you weave that in, and it doesn't mean you have to do it in every single piece of content, but you need to know, well, if this is a blog on my site, they're probably already somewhat familiar with me, or they will be by the end of that blog. But if I'm writing an article that's being published in Entrepreneur Magazine or whatever publication would speak to your audience, you want to make sure that maybe you reference in your three decades of work or in your five years as doing something that you have learned a certain angle or expertise on a subject and that you're bringing that to the conversation. So story works here as well. This is another good area I could reference, you know, back when I was managing PR for a major retail outlet, I was put in charge of developing A. And then I could tell you a story and bring it back to what I learned and why I was advising you the way that I was. So I hope that makes sense. All these things are really important, and I hope after this episode that if you are driving or even if you're taking notes, you may want to go back and listen to it again. We have one more C, and that is your call to action, often called a CTA. And CTAs appear or should appear in most of your content. It's basically telling someone, okay, we got you to listen, to pay attention. We got you to care about what we're saying. And now we want to call you to act. So what is the action that you want the reader or the listener of your content to take after they conclude what you've presented to them? In marketing, your CTA helps you as a business convert someone who's been a reader or a listener potentially into a lead. I mean, that's your ultimate goal. but CTAs can also drive a variety of different actions. It could be that you say to someone, if you like this post, tag someone who would benefit from the information. Or it could be share this article with more people who would benefit knowing and including a share button. It could be leave a comment below and we'll send you a free guide. It could be a call to action that says register here or attend or review. So there's many, many calls to action, all of which ideally are moving your prospect closer to reaching out to you, bringing them into kind of your circle of influence, whether that looks like bringing them in to a bricks and mortar 
getting them to sign up for your email list or picking up the phone and calling you. Any of those are really strong and really good calls to action. So again, as you're looking at creating your content, and obviously content and strategy are really the two things that we focus on at Prosper for Purpose. We're strategists and storytellers. So I talk a lot about strategy and I talk a lot about content. This is simply my eight C's of content for you to reference as you're writing your own content that will hopefully provide you with the same framework we use when we're writing for ourselves and for our clients that will help you ensure that you're really checking off those key elements of creating content that will be part of a very successful marketing strategy for you. So this is my hope. One more time, those eight C's were clear, concise, compelling, consistent, contextual, credible channels, and a call to action. If you want to learn more about the eight C's of content, let me know. Send an email to connect at prosperforpurpose.com or DM me on social media. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. Same thing. You can send me a DM on any of our social platforms, or you can send us an email at connect at prosperforpurpose.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you next time on Brand for Good. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Brand for Good show. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and leave a review so other purpose-driven leaders can find this valuable content. To learn more about building a brand for good, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more resources and information on all the ways you can work with us.